Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Welcome back to the Huddle. Mike Max, Pete Nigerian on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Darren Rocha, Regent, University of Minnesota, to talk about sports and more. Pete, obviously, with a long history at the University of Minnesota and his family. Darren, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you, uh, Mr. Max, for having me. It's a pleasure being here. You know, let me, we, we've talked about this last, well, last several weeks, really, but but this whole NIL and money and paid to athletes and all <laughs> those things. I know everybody, I feel like we're, we're building the plane as, as we go, but uh, what are you seeing at the University <laughs> of Minnesota? How, how, uh, what conversations are there at your level in the regions as to how you can support this, stay competitive with, uh, and, and not be in violation of, and all the things that are going with this right now? I mean, it seems like a major fly in the ointment right now. Well, it's certainly changing the dynamic um, across the country. You know, as a as a member of the board, we um, rely you know very heavily on the expertise of the athletic department, um, the athletic director in in how how we we proceed. Um, I you know as a as a longtime gopher, in fact, uh, you know it's a, a pleasure being on the phone here with uh, with Pete because I used to listen to him uh, in his exploits uh, on the field uh, back when I was in high school. I'd be out training with the horses out in the barn and listen to, uh, to, to what was a pretty exciting couple of years. But, uh, and, uh, and, and, I, and obviously <clears throat> very familiar with the, the, the life-saving and life-changing work his father did at the university and just the, the great history there. But with, with respect to as a member of the board and, and, and uh, you know, um, we, we follow what, what we're being provided and, and trusting that, that they're on top of this. But as a sports fan, I keep a, uh, an, an eye on it. We just, you know, we're following reports that show that we have, a, there is a lot of activity with individual athletes. I'm happy to see that, that there's uh, some balance between the men's department and the women's department. You know, the, the, um, you know, the, the revenue sports of course will be the most active, um, but uh, also keeping an eye on what's going on in other at other institutions and, you know, collectives being formed and so on. I, by no means am I an expert in this area, but, but I do pay attention uh, as an individual member, but as a board, we, we've uh, at this point adopted what provided by the athletic department. And, and so far we're, you know, we're just waiting for continuing reports on how that's going. Well, first of all, thanks for the great words. I really appreciate that. And we want to thank you for your service as well in Iraq and the Red Bulls and uh, it just uh, an amazing uh, career that you've had, but, I got some questions for you on this NIL. What, what, the more we dig into this thing, the, the more we find out there's really not a whole lot of regulation. There's not really much, much in the way of limits. And how do you think Minnesota can compete uh, on, the, on the broad scale the, you know, across the country when we see places like, for instance, Texas A&M, where it obviously got so much attention because of what happened with their football program and the, the six five-stars and the 19-4 and three-star athletes they were able to get in the the 30 million that supposedly is what they've, they've come with. Um, are we anywhere close to those kind of numbers? And if, if, if not, are, are, is there a way that we could ever get close to the kind of numbers that we're seeing across the country right now? 
Well, and, and, you know, you, I mean, you've touched on all the important points. You know, when this first came out and, and people started talking about this outside money, uh, you know, as a, as a, a longtime fan of the amateur status of, of, of college athletes, it's, you know, it's, it's a bit of a shock and um, somewhat of a wait and see, but also coming from um, a, you know, the, the, the hinterland, you know, the middle of the country where we don't have the, the gigantic markets on the coasts. And, you know, obviously Texas is an enormous market, especially for football. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It makes a guy nervous, right? I mean, how do, how do we compete? Mm-hmm. I, I did, I did think it was interesting um, to, to watch the dynamic. And then I don't, I don't think I've followed it as closely as you gentlemen, but with, with the uh, um, Saban and his, you know, his uh, uh, objections and, and the fact that there's some you know, kind of changing in the, the ranking of these, of the, of the teams that are coming out makes you think, well, maybe a smaller market, if very smart about the business side of it uh, can, can be competitive um, in, in that setting. But, you know, um, I, I, I can't speak to the exact uh, dollar amount activity uh, at, at the university because um, it's you know, changing on a daily basis. Uh, but I, you know, I, I do know that that there is a lot of activity that that the department is is trying. You know, I, I believe is staying in front of it as much as they can within this context. But you know, alumni are going to play a huge role. Uh, you know, because it's how do you how do you judge the market value of a of a you know the signature of a, a college athlete that most of us have never heard of. But but in, at the same time, this is almost like the the Robbie Benson. What was that movie that he was in where he was paid to watch the grass grow or whatever? You know, it, it's. Yeah. it's how, how, <laughs> How, how do you, how do you know? I mean, back then we laughed about it, but by golly, you know, the, mm-hmm. the future is now. And, 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 uh, and so how, how do you make sure that this is, this is not just simply a, another professional league? Um, cause, cause once the money's in there, it, it, it takes on a lot of those characteristics. So we, we've, you know, the twin cities is a nice big market We're we're in better shape than perhaps like somebody in, you know, in Iowa or, you know, where they have, don't have as large of a, of a population in their state or their, or their Metro um, so there's, yeah, I mean, I, I wish I had a clear answer for you guys, but I, I have the same concerns that, uh, that Pete, you're raising. Darren Roche is our guest, University of Minnesota serves on the regents there, Board of Regents. Your tuition hike, uh, did you think that was part and parcel with where it should be? How do you study that? How do you arrive at that? Well, I've, I've been pretty outspoken publicly and I don't speak for the board. I speak for myself on, on these yeah. topics, but you know, when you look at what's going on in the, in, in just our region of the country, we are so out of alignment. Our tuition is, you know, for a Minnesota student is, is, is far higher than any of the states around us. You know, we, we raised 3.25 where we're already, you know, we're already close to 40%, around 40% higher than Wisconsin, which is a comparable school rankings wise and so yeah, on. Yeah, that's hard to believe you know, when I saw that. Yeah. Well, and it's, and it's, you know, it's happened over time and it's really unfortunate. And, and you know, of course, I had my time on the board in the 90s where, you know, we were much more competitive, mildly higher, but, but, you know, far more competitive. And now we're really out of alignment. We, you know, we went three and a quarter percent higher. I voted against it, of course, uh, because I, I still feel like there's a great deal of, of public service to be considered um, in what we do as a public institution. Um, Wisconsin on the same day froze theirs yet again. So not only are they, you know, four, four or 5,000 less than a Minnesota kid pays for a Wisconsin kid at Madison, but, you know, we've gone up even more. And, and I, I think that's I think that's inappropriate. Um, I hope the legislature is paying attention and not just in how they fund the institution, but also you know, how they select board members that are committed to the public nature of the university. Iowa um, this last week raised theirs four and a quarter percent, which was a percentage point higher than Minnesota. But when you read the fine print that raises their in-state tuition at I- at the University of Iowa, their most expensive public in, in the state to eighty three hundred dollars, <laughs> which is, Whoa. you know, uh, approaching half of what Minnesota's tuition yeah. is, and 
and and that's you know it, and and so even with a four and a quarter percent, we raised ours in real dollars more. So the gap grows even wider for Minnesota kids. And I I, I think this is a crisis in our state, and I think it's something that we really need to work on. Now, do we, Darren, a real quick question for you on, on a different subject, but kind of coming back to the NIL world or whatever, just for a second. Um, we're, we're an institution that dropped a couple of sports um, from affordability, affordability standpoint, and, and now we're looking at raising money for, for the NIL side of things. Um, how does the, the, the Board of Regents, how do they view this whole thing? Do they, do they feel like they, they made a, a, you know, some of the decisions a little bit too hastily maybe you know, a couple of years ago, or, or where, where do we stand right now on that? Because I'm, I'm sitting here trying to figure this whole thing out where a couple of million dollars came out of some of those programs, and now all of a sudden we're seeing, you know, the millions of dollars potentially coming over to, for the NIL money. Uh, where, do, where do you think the rest of the board stands on that whole topic? Well, uh, how long a segment do we have here, Mike? <laughs> um, no, great, 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 Sorry. Question, great question. Uh, no, no, great question, Pete. So I was, I was one of the five members who voted against the discontinuation of the sports. It was seven to five, so it you know narrowly, Good. narrowly passed. And and the fact was, um, there wasn't a cost savings. I mean, there, there, there is you know the the savings. You know, these are facilities we already have for the for the women's teams of the same variety, and so you know, so there wasn't really much savings in space and money. But but the the biggest thing is we had people that had committed to to trying you know seeking to fund them. They were going to fund them in the short term, and they were going to try to endow them. And I thought that was a fantastic way of dealing with non-revenue sports for all of our non-revenue sports. You know, is because I don't think we should take money from our academic mission to pay for for sports. But if you've got people that are willing to endow these sports um, so that they're self-funding, that would really help all mm-hmm. of our programs. And then it wouldn't matter how many programs you have because they're, they're self-funding. Mm-hmm. But that we didn't get an opportunity to pursue that because of the, of the vote. Um, and so, you know, I can't, again, I can't speak for the whole board. I can only speak for myself that I felt that it was a real disappointment. You know, you take a sport like um, uh, men's gymnastics, you know, we have uh, boys gymnastics programs all over the state. There, there's not at the high, you know, they're not in the, the state high school league, but but you know, these, all these programs and you know it's a big it's a big deal for a lot of these small small towns. They have athletic, you know, gymnastics, uh, you know, they have gyms and and having boys there was something to aim for, and the university was a big part of that. I, I, I felt that was a real loss for our state and for those kids that are competing in that in that sport. And it's anything we can do to get the kids to put the screens down and go and, and do something athletic or mm-hmm. otherwise, I think is a, is a big value for us. So, but, but as for the NIL, I, you know, I guess there, there would be a nominal savings from having uh, shut down those sports that, that perhaps goes in and assists that, but we already do a pretty substantial subsidy to our athletic department um, from our general fund, which ultimately comes from state dollars, tuition dollars, you know, it's all, it ends up in the same place. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know, that, that, that um, the fact that those programs had people that were going to fund them and the fact that we could have then potentially uh, you know, made that same request of other supporters of the other non-revenue sports. Uh, I think we did miss an opportunity to to generate substantial uh, funds for the for the uh, department that would have been, you know, could have helped us be more competitive in the NIL world. Darren, sure. appreciate it very much. We would like to circle back with you sometime uh, down the road because these are fun topics that are ongoing. But uh, thank you so much for giving us some time and some perspective on it. Great to talk with you guys. And and again, Pete, uh, Pete, uh, it was just a pleasure to have a chance to actually talk to you. And uh, hopefully we'll cross paths soon. Darren, thank you so much. You should have him over there as your guest speaker for the region sometime. 
He'll set some people straight. <laughs> Pete will. <laughs> Let's take a break. Come back. You're listening to the huddle. Stay with us. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 